Hello and welcome everyone to the Lunar Sea Spire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 77, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the 27th episode of Steven Universe, House Guest. My name is Ken, and joining me today, as is always the case... I'm GC13. Cool, cool. So, fan favorite episode, am I right? Yeah, people really dislike this episode quite a bit. Uh, I think as far as, like, Steven Universe episodes goes, in retrospect, this is probably one of the weaker ones. I think a lot of the earlier ones are also pretty weak. This one, in terms of, like, plotting, is, like, really, really basic, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't help that it's coming right after the Mirror Gem, Ocean Gem duo with, you know, no no break at all. Yeah, at that point, they really are just begging to have, like, this episode lambasted. A poor time to have a weaker episode, for sure. Maybe they should have started us off with Space Race, then eased us into the house guest. I mean, it wouldn't have made as much sense. I think, like, chronologically, Space yeah. Race had to come after this. Yeah, because they res- they took care of Greg's leg, and they took care of Greg's van. Two very important things to Greg. Right, for sure. So I think in this episode, this is the first time we get a hint of Pearl, like, knowing her way about- around machines, her being, like, a techie of some sorts. I don't think that had ever been hinted before this. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, she she had revealed that she knew how to drive earlier, but yeah, I think this is her first gearhead, and of course then she, in the very next episode, will reveal just how good with machinery she is, but we're not there yet. Yeah, exactly. Literally the best entity on the planet, apparently, building spaceships that can travel at light speed or near it. Well, let me put it this way. Short jaunt to Alpha Centauri. Just a few decades. Yeah. In something she spent the day building. <laughs> right. I mean, really, did Greg's fan have a chance? Of course, I'm surprised she had to give him any instructions on how to deal with the transmission at all. If she's going to give him any instructions, it's how to stop it from taking over and enslaving humanity. Also surprised it took her that long to fix it. Didn't take her that long, but still longer than you would expect if she could build a spaceship. Maybe she was looking up how cars work. Maybe she didn't know until then. Yeah, it was too primitive for her. She she taught herself automobile maintenance that day. I could buy it. I mean, Pearl is amazing. She had a bit of a rough patch, but now... She's had a long, long rough patch for many decades, it seems, at this point. Many hundreds of years, even. Perhaps even thousands. Uh, really, I just think it's the past 14 years that have been tough. Mm, looks like she was crushing pretty hard before then. Didn't seem like that was uh, reciprocated on Rose's part, yeah. but whatever. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a it's kind of a courtly love kind of situation, I guess. I mean, she did liken herself to a knight in Sworn to the Sword. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, this is also maybe our first look at Pearl's like extreme aversion to Greg, like yeah. when he hugs her at the end, <laughs> and then she hides behind Garnet. Yeah, at the time that was like a really funny joke, and it was like ambiguous. Does she act that way just because she's a neat freak? Because that had been well established at this point, or does she? really dislike Greg, as it seemed like was being implied. And I think at this point, we can pretty easily say that, no, it's because she dislikes Greg, or at least is uncomfortable around him. Yeah, and then of course, there's also the, remember, that's how Rose died. Oh, right. Just to make it even worse. Well, I think it's a little bit more than a hugging, but yeah. Yeah, well. Physical contact with a human male. Never trust a stork. I mean, and for Bird Mom, that's pretty (laughs) rough. Man, that song, though, I, I guess... The episode has grown on me to the point where I don't actively dislike it these days. I just, again, regard it as one of the weaker episodes, but the song still grates on my ears. Yeah, I'd actually forgotten the song was in the episode. I don't dislike the song or anything, but I do think the fact that I literally forgot the song existed is a testament to 
it not being all that great. Well, they can't all be winners. It just, it was kind of, I don't want to say out of character for Greg, but it was still unexpected for Greg to do this kind of a deception, don't you think? Yeah, in my notes here, I literally have oddly out of character for Greg written down, okay. so I would say that if you won't. Uh, yeah. Didn't really make any sense. Uh, he doesn't act that way in the future or in the past. It was kind of a, just a contrivance to have this generic plot that isn't really necessary and doesn't drive the story forward in any compelling way. Especially considering how bad he is at the deception. I mean, you, you, they set you up for thinking that when he drops the bowl, it's because Steven realized that he was faking it. But no, he completely forgot that he was faking a horrible leg injury. Oh, yeah, that was very awkward to me as well. Yeah, like, why would they have him be shocked in the beginning of that scene? It doesn't even make sense. You know, it's just contrivance is a pretty good word. It's like, hey, you know how cartoons like to like to make you think that he's surprised about one thing, but he's really surprised about the other. Let's throw that in here to be funny. But it wasn't even played as a joke. I didn't feel it was just kind of weird. Eh, that jumped out at me. That whole Steven Ooh, didn't see you there. Yeah, yeah. Then he, then he proceeds to dance for Steven and then does the most feeble, oh, oh, my leg, after he remembers, oh, oh, wait, wait, my leg's supposedly still broken. This is all by the numbers cartoon type stuff, or at least cartoons for kids. So on one hand, it's what you would expect from this type of show, but Steven Universe is so good at avoiding so many of these tropes and doing so much better and more interesting things that when we have an episode that would be probably an average episode of like a different cartoon, it really stands out as being like unusually poor. Yeah, they they just unexpectedly dumbed down the episode, and it's hard to tell why. This this was the presumably their first episode back after getting picked up for the next twenty six episodes. Maybe maybe they were working a bit of the rust out. I don't know. I don't think any of the other storyboarder teams. That had any real misses at the beginning of the se- or half of the season, did they? Uh, not that I recall. I mean, we ha- we have fusion cuisine, but I-, I think in my case, it's probably just discomfort with that kind of a plot line. I actually really liked fusion cuisine. Like this is one that was considered bad, and I don't think it's bad. I think it's okay, but I'm not like going to defend it too hard. But fusion cuisine, I think, is legitimately a good episode. At least last time I watched it, maybe I'll change my opinion. Well, we got a got a few weeks to go until then. Hopefully, we'll have new episodes by the time we would have got to Fusion Cuisine, but who knows? Fingers crossed. We always keep our fingers crossed. The art style in this episode was very weird, as you can notice, particularly on Pearl in like a number of scenes. Especially as people are quick to point out when she is wiping the oil off of herself. Yeah, 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 that looks very, very awkward. Yeah, it gets pointed out a lot. It doesn't bother me. I, again, I'm not the I'm not the guy to go to for inconsistencies in the art style. If I notice it, it's a pretty big deal. It's not even like that inconsistent. I don't know if that's the right word. Helen Joe and Lamar Abrams, they're the ones who boarded this. And sometimes when they do that, the it comes out looking that way. And this isn't even the first time in the show. I think Monster Buddies is another one. Mm. I'm glad they kind of settled on a different art style, particularly for Pearl. The one they have now when her head is a little bit more rounded and uh, her eyes are like more round and a little bit cuter looking. I think that fits really well. Modern Pearl. Excellent. But then, you know, Pearl. Excellent. So the cluster, I, I or not the cluster. Ugh, I got cluster on the brain. The geode. I guess we, I guess really the 
truly awful thing that Greg did in this episode was not lying to Stephen or lying poorly to Stephen. It was interrupting Pearl's lecture about the geode. That was kind of annoying. I think we got the information we needed out of it. There was a really bad storm for some reason that needed to be contained, and they contained it. I guess there's still the mystery of why was there a storm that bad, but... Yeah, I just got the impression that the first two times Pearl was going to go into a slightly longer lecture, whereas the third time she's just like, okay, here's the information that you need to know. Fix it. Yeah. So, I mean, curse you, Greg, for denying us a history lesson, which is... It's why I watch the show. Well, and because it's really good, but... Also for the history lessons. We're almost always denied Pearl's history lessons. We, like, never get them. So, I mean, Greg was really just upholding the status quo here. Yeah. Dang status quo. I, I did like Garnet's remark. Was there some kind of an explosion? Almost. <laughs> Classic Garnet. Always good for the one-liners. I do like how they display the relationship between Greg and Steven uh, in this episode. Um, at the beginning of the series, I was very concerned. I, concerned probably isn't the right word, but I'll use it anyway. I was concerned that Greg was going to be like a really negligent father because when Steven first mentions his dad, the crystal gems are very like concerned about <laughs> yeah, him going yeah. to talk to him and whatnot. Greg's kind of a loser. Yeah, it's like, is he like abusive at worst or like maybe at best he just doesn't really care about Steven? But no, it was like the exact opposite of that. And then throughout the rest of the series, we get this development of why the Crystal Gems would feel very uncomfortable around him and maybe not like think he's the best guy. And it makes perfect sense in context. But uh, I really like that this episode kind of goes out of its way to show that, no, they do love each other quite a bit. And there's kind of this natural, organic reason within the context of the story for them not to get to spend that much time together. I did enjoy that aspect, at least. Well, I'm glad to, you know, always glad to see Stephen and Greg pal around, you know, father-son like they used to. I don't think I ever got the impression that Greg was anything but a dad who really tries. You know, even in Laser Light Cannon, they, they're they like, your father doesn't have his stuff together, Stephen. He wouldn't, he wouldn't have the Laser Light Cannon, don't bother. But you see when Stephen goes to him that they do have an affectionate relationship. Yeah, by the end of that episode, that wasn't in question for me, but it's just like at the very, very beginning, the first time he's mentioned, I think there was cause for concern. But yeah, so we got, of course, cat fingers again, showing them uh, palling around, and then you got onion trade <laughs> with the hose fights. So they've, they've been portrayed as having a warm relationship, but I guess this, this episode was a time to really focus on that rather than focus on some other magical messing around stuff. This was just father-son stuff with a minor in magic. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I do wonder, though, why were they watching that stuff on the phone? I guess it was a tube tube video with the lady with the wig. Oh, yeah, that was actually really funny. I did chuckle at that. Because they had uh, they have a, I guess it's a pretty small TV up there, but I, don't I know. mean, really, Steven should have been suspicious when Greg was up the stairs when he got back. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point. Uh, you you know you know how Steven is. He doesn't ask a lot of the questions that we, the audience, would be like, please ask follow-up questions, Steven. So completely in character for him to miss that. <laughs> I guess Greg doesn't have health insurance either because he did not go to the doctor. And I mean, I'm sure I'm sure Connie's mother would have uh, given him the friend of a friend discount. You know, at this even point, at this probably point. not. Even at this point, you think so? I think he he is her daughter's only friend's father. So. Yeah, There's that. Maybe. Of course, definitely after fusion cuisine, I'm, I'm certain that she would. But uh, even now, I, th- I think he might be worth it to her. Mm, possible. 
at the very least, uh, Mr. Mahesh Warren could come down and guard Greg while he's hurt. Do you think there's any special significance to the quote-unquote camera at the end focusing on the duct tape? Oh, good grief. That, that opens up a whole mess of questions that I just, I, I don't even know what to say. I asked after the episode aired and was told that Steven's healing spit would normally have been able to heal the geode, so that the gems were correct to expect that he could probably heal it. But, of course, it's anybody's guess how the heck that duct tape was able to do the job. You asked uh, MC Bear Bear? No, 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 no. I asked one of the two boarders. I, I just don't remember who. Okay. I, I hope everyone understands why the duct tape fixing the geode doesn't make any sense at all, so there must have been some magic somewhere. Yeah, I I can't even speculate. It's just very strange. Steven very had strange. just slobbered on it with full confidence, maybe. It, maybe it took a little while to be active, and it activated just as they were putting the duct tape on. That That's about all I can say to keep myself sane at this point. Yeah, and that's like, I guess, at the limits of plausible, but it is plausible. It still doesn't make that much sense. I but. mean, it's, it's awfully convenient timing, but... Yeah, I, yeah. But it's anything to, anything to keep it from being... You know, just lol cartoons, which is not right. what I expect out of Steven Universe. Mo- mostly I have faith that in Steven Universe, everything happens for a lore-based reason. Well, well, for the most part, like the gems speak English because it's a contrivance so that people can enjoy the show. But for the most yeah, part, yeah. everything has been shown to have a reason, not just, oh, hey, it's a cartoon, don't overthink it. You know, that, that's not something you would ever say about Steven Universe or usually... Yeah, I mean, some examples are pretty easy to point out of that being the case. But yeah, by and large, it's pretty good of that. Nightmare Hospital is on my mind with uh, Dr. Mahesh Warren, not realizing that the lump of hands is like a mutant and not just someone who got in a car accident, but whatever. I am still holding on to that being an indication of just how much the humans strive not to think about gem stuff. There is no way anything else makes sense. They react to magic stuff very differently than you or I would. But even that is like a contrivance, unless they can like put in a really detailed plot reason for that, and I don't see how they're going to. That's how writing works sometimes. You think of how you want the people to act, and you come up with an explanation for it. It's a contrivance, but it's woven into the lore of the world. You have a whole bunch of other stuff like when in Story for Steven... When Greg first met Amethyst, he didn't question that an owl had just told him that the big pink-haired lady was over the fence. He's like, huh. You know, he, he gulps like, man, this is weird, but I'm going to follow the owl that just told me she'd have to kill me if she told me anymore. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Very kind of nonchalant about it, you know, at least much more nonchalant than, again, you or I would be if an owl had just told us, oh, yeah, she's over here. Yeah, that is weird as well. And I'm, I'm just kind of disappointed that Steven didn't completely make a together breakfast in this. He just, he got the pancakes, he got the whipped cream, but he didn't go the whole nine yards. What was the thing that Greg was eating? Was that a pancake? That looked that like, meat? that looked like bacon. I, I don't, I don't remember what that, sl- what that cut is called, but it's, it's bacon. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Maybe that's what healed his leg. Maybe he just told Steven he fixed it to make him feel better, but it was really <laughs> the bacon. Sausage is better than bacon. Sausage is pretty good too. Full yeah, respect yeah. to sausage. There are there there are many breakfast meats for your many breakfast needs. And they all have crying breakfast friends of them, I am sure. Okay, so that's like a real thing. Did you know that? The crying breakfast friends? It's not just a show within a show? 
I'm seeing that around everywhere in Japan. It's not like exactly crying breakfast friends, but it's like this egg or (laughs) breakfast items and they're like depressed. Oh boy. So the crying breakfast ones might be a reference to have other references to Japanese stuff. Why not to crying eggs? Do they have figurines of them? Yeah, I think it's not like a TV show. It's just like similar to Hello Kitty and that it's like a merchandising brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess Hello Kitty does have a show, but... Oh, okay. So my comparison to Hello Kitty was very apt because it's made by the same people that make Hello Kitty Sanrio. Ah, okay. The Empire. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's called Lazy Egg, or at least that's the translation. So he's not depressed. He's just very lazy. He looks very tired all the time. Okay. So it it is kind of funny that they have a couple for the lulls things in this episode because yeah, yeah. this episode had a pretty big impact on Steven. You know, he got the power to heal in episode 24. He used it to very crucial effect in episode 26. And then in episode 27, he uses it one last time, you know, because his father doesn't have health insurance. And then that's <laughs> the, that's the last he's been able to heal. So he healed Connie's eyes, Lapis's gem, which oddly enough, also her eyes were messed up. And then his father's leg. He had it for, he had it for a few episodes, healed three people, and then they took the power away and he still hasn't been able to heal anything since. Very strange. I wonder if there's going to be a reason for that in particular. Probably just because it's convenient for the plot or whatever. Well, uh, as as Pearl said, his powers are fickle. Yeah. But again, that that's kind of kind of a contrivance. But again, as, as long as Stephen's powers are established to be fickle, that's a, that's that's a, that's an acceptable contrivance. Yeah, I can live with it. I, I do want to see his the powers come back. Just uh, the boy has so many. He has his mighty shield, as we are. Very happy to point out. Good old Captain. Yeah, so uh, he can always fall back on the Captain Delmarva routine until he can get the combat medic thing down. Uh, so, final thoughts on the episode? This episode first aired on October 2nd, 2014, and it had 2.004 million viewers. Uh, again, happier days. Yep, and the ratings were always pretty high. We'll get there someday. Yeah, yeah. I'd also just like to make a general comment. Last week, you guys were talking about Lakewood Plaza Turbo. Super pumped for that. If it's not a show, someone is going to be injured. <laughs> okay, so so Ken's on board with the LPT podcast, too. Good to know. Good to know. For sure. Okay. Also, the Japanese name of this thing is Gude Tama. So look that up, listener. Okay. Well, until until next week, I am GC13. And I'm Ken. Leave us a review on iTunes. Something, something, something. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.